Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh god, did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're drinking. I'm gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey as a night. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, we're good. Alright. I'd like All to right. have an extra uh, crazy ass intro. Not really, but. That scared me. Yeah, I know. I, I was scared. There was one time, like, where long time. <laughs> I forget what the fuck it was. I don't remember. We just kept saying, and we're back. And we're back? I'll give you another one. You don't have to drink that. No, no, no. I'm rinsing out your cup. Uh oh. You don't do more. Yeah, we just kept. You're going to want to rinse for this one. Yeah. We just kept saying. And we're back, like a thousand times. Like, and we're back. And because we were like, we're watching something, and we just fucking, we watch a lot of movies and a lot of random bullshit of just, um, um, elaborating on whatever we're watching. Like, gotcha. Uh, if it's horror movies, wrestling, or something, we're talking through that whole motherfucker. We don't care. We're just constantly yelling at the TV, and we're all talking and laughing and. It's kind of how we watch TV as a group. It's, it's a good conversational comedian, yeah. the TV. Yeah. I, I find its in input is very engaging. But. Yeah, we have we have Chud Night every Monday night, and <laughs> we just watch two horror movies back-to-back, -back and we yell and shout if there's no titties. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we roll. I mean, you know, everybody shuts up for titties. Exactly. That's kind of how we roll. All right, so, uh, All right, so what's this next beer we are drinking? Let's talk about this next summer. I'm here with my friend Jameson Beaver. Hi, everybody. And we're uh, we're going to be drinking another fantastic beer and telling you all about it. All right, so um, in the previous portion of the podcast, um, I went on at length about my uh, San Diego trip, my recent San Diego trip, and I was fortunate enough to come back with a treasure trove of delicious beer, um, one of which is something that can only be found in the whale's vagina, which is, um, mm -hmm. that's what I love about it, which is uh, Ballast Point's Bourbon Barrel Aged Sea Monster Imperial Stout. Ooh. Now this particular one um, is so special that the bottle be fucked up already. What? <laughs> so I'm gonna be fucked oh, up already. God yes. So this particular one um, doesn't have its own bottle. It comes in a special bottle that they only reserve for the barrel aged beers. So and then the, all the pertinent information is printed on a little tag which they hang off the neck of the bottle. Yeah, which looks like a toe tag, like you just drank and died. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it sort of reminds me. It, You've just died. Yeah, I mean, we probably will, you know, be okay to die after this. So if it's yeah, like, you know, we'll we're fine. good. This Fuck is life. Good. Everything else after this is like water. But like, like this is like this is the epitome of, you know, fanciness. Like everything's on there like gold labeling, like it's it's the presentation is fantastic. Have yeah, it's cage. Got a great presentation. It's it's uh, it looks like a fucking actually to me it looks like the Offspring's album. <laughs> What's that one? Uh, I don't know. It's it's it, gilded. It, it, Let's just yeah. put it that way. It's a gilded bottle. Like Fuhrer Trump would be a big fan of this bottle. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Willet Bourbon Barrel Aged Ballast Point Sea Monster. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's suck in. Let's do her up. We're gonna start with just a little bit of pour. Just a little bit. Uh, Into my glass. <laughs> just a little bit high. Oh, just a little bit. R-C-S-P-E-C-P. -E that wasn't even half the bottle. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I know it's going to be strong. What, what's the percentage? 
Twelve point three. Twelve point three. Twelve point three. Yes. Twelve point three. So yeah, uh, we've got we, a little bit more here. All right. Cheers, man, and our blue solo cups. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got a great aroma. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm at Doug's house right now. That's what I feel like. We don't come home. <laughs> Just fall asleep on the couch and be like, wake up next to the drum set. What happened? Did we jam? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> We just drank beers and talked all the time. Well, that went somewhere. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to go. Fuck. Ooh. Ooh, is right. Yeah. That's delicious. Uh-huh. That's going to be hard to drink. It's that's definitely like, going to be hard to drink. Like, this is it. This is big. It's very big. That's a bottle. That's a bomber and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Alcohol level aside, like it's very thick and biscuit. No, it's thick. Yeah, yeah. Besides the alcohol, it's like, oh, shit. I made a fucking. Uh, I made an apple uh, apple martini. Blah, <laughs> I can't speak. I made an apple martini last night for my girlfriend. I made a, but I used so much apple schnapps. <laughs> it's not. It was like ninety. It was like forty. Uh, it was like ninety nine percent something, but it was like forty percent, forty nine percent alcohol or something. Schnapps are generally like thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's still liqueur, right? So you know, it's whatever. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'll, I'll have the same. You know, I had a little bit too much schnapps. And I was like, I tasted. It, I was like, ha, oh, ha. Oh, it's a little thick. And she's like, yeah, I can't drink it. I was like, I'll make you a Cosmo. <laughs> I'll change it. Up. I'll change it up. And that was yeah. better. She's like, yeah, I like this one a lot better. Make these. I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine. No, I mean it, it's kind of like that. Like this is yeah. this is this is thick. It's 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 intense. It's like drinking fucking um uh, um what do you call it um like a, a, a syrup basically like a uh, <laughs> syrup <laughs> no a syrup 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 yeah. syrup. Yeah. syrup 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 syrup. Oh, you we say syrup here in California. Well, I say syrup. I don't know what the fuck syrup. I say. Syrup in the East Coast? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. We'll fucking say some shit. We don't give a fuck. Vulcan? No, that's English. Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. You're Vulcan something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... Sea- oh, it's like a... Some- like a fucking... Uh, yeah, some kind of... I was, I was thinking of something. Some kind of syrup. I can't remember. I Maple syrup? No, no, no. It was like a... Birch syrup. No. Simple syrup. <laughs> Uh, close. It was, uh, like a food coloring one, like a, or no, 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 like a, a corn syrup. Like a corn, corn syrup. syrup. Yeah, like a corn syrup. Yeah, sorry. I'm just I had a brain, syrup. I had a brain drinking fart. Like I was, like I got too drunk and I was like, oh, what the fuck am I talking about? No. Mm. It's one of those. Like it's really thick, like, like kind of corn syrupy, like, you know, that kind of vibe. That's, I mean, that, shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to this son bitch. It's, it's a little boozy. Like, we've had this sitting open um, since before the first session started. So, yeah, so it warmed up nice, and well, it, was, it, it was, aerated as well. It, but it, it was already room temperature, but even so. Like, but even so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, that's the only way to drink these, though. I mean, these are, they're the best at that temperature. I mean, yeah. you, you don't want to drink them ice cold because they're just you not You lose smooth. pretty much everything that those beers yeah. are about. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that's the thing about it. Never want to drink that. Even, even so, this would... It, it's it's intense. It like it's it's got some intensity, but I mean, Willet is a fucking awesome bourbon, and you know, Sea Monster has always been a pretty good beer. So I, you know, it's a match made in heaven, I guess. But yeah, I'd say if uh, you're a fan of 
that kind of style of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the San Diego area and you are a beer geek and you want to fucking trip out and something, like you Specifically should. Specifically Miramar, because that's where the Ballast Point Brewery is located. Yeah, in the Miramar, yeah. for sure. Um, that being said, um, you know, of all the stuff that I had down there and, um, and especially on that day, like, it's good, but I think this could stand, you know, a year or two of cellaring because of that harshness. Um, even after, you know, almost an hour of, uh, of breathing, like it's, it, it, it could stand to mellow out a bit. It still can. Yeah. It could, you still use a nice, well, it's in the bottle too. So, I mean, if you poured it in a glass and let it sit as yeah. it should more with a little bit more breathing room instead of actually just the, the nozzle of the bottle. Yeah. So you want to have that open air. You want to have it like a nice, like a fucking, uh, Duval glass. You want like a really open like glass. A tulip or a yeah, glass. like a big tulip, really. You yeah. know, you want a, a solid tulip glass for that, and to let it breathe for at least a half hour on that. Yeah. If you get it out of a tap, you yeah. want at least that. It's true. That amount. Um, but I mean, uh, but having it straight out of the bottle like that and breathing it for an hour, I mean, it's delicious as fuck. It's definitely tasty. It's like. It's rich. It's it rich. Is very rich. Like. Uh, um, it's that bourbon. That bourbon's like right up front. Right up front, yeah. It's like, and it kind of cascades into, um, um. So I mean, you you taste that sort of spirit edge right up front, and then it cascades into like it, it, molasses. Yeah, it kind of has that molasses like finish. Like you know, a little bit of caramel, a little coffee, yep. a little chocolate. Yep. Uh, the nose, On the back end, yeah. The nose was like super chocolatey. And I thought it was going to be sweeter than it than it was. Than it was, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I have I have a lot of faith that um, this would age very well. Young, it's not bad, but it definitely. I think this definitely. Is. Whoa, dude! Oh my god! <laughs> Spilled some shit. <laughs> I don't even have nap. Joe. Joe, Joe, our our gracious host here. I need some uh, napkins that I don't have had in my oopsie. studio yet. But that's all right. Let it dry oopsie. there. It looks like a penis. Rare beer. Looks like balls in a shaft right there. We'll let, it, we'll <laughs> let it dry right there. Put my coffee table. I give fucking two shits. Meanwhile, I'm struggling to pop <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll do uh, we'll do a little we'll do a little. Um, uh, would you rather? Would I rather? Yeah, would you rather? Get a little t- into some of that. Right, yeah, let's let's, pour, uh, let's pour a little let's, bit more. Let's get the rest of the bottle going. Yeah, here. let's uh, let's introduce. All right, I, I will say at this point we cannot guarantee um, any continuing quality of the remainder of the podcast. That's the thing about podcasts and you know, about this podcast. It's a beer podcast and it's a few deep. And once we've hit a few deep, it gets fun. After that, you know, it's true. we don't it's give true. a shit because we don't make any any sense after that. For the most part, you know, for the for the other part, we're like, oh, we're fun. Are we fun? Not really. I'm not very fun. I'm not really fun. Kind of mm. an asshole, but not really. I don't know. I've been reading this. I just bought a book that's called Assholes, and I'm reading it. <laughs> it's a whole philosophy book, like Socrates and fucking Plato. You know, it's all, but it's asshole philosophy, basically. I mean, when you think it's of assholes, cool. of, the, of the history's greatest assholes, of course yeah. you think of Plato and Socrates. Exactly. Those are the biggest assholes. Oh, not bad. Got a little oh, left? No, I, I, um, I unfortunately... Let that shit... Yeah, I have uh, done just the worst pour. <laughs> um, that's okay. Alright, so so on the Would You Rathers, I, I feel like going for a musical thing yes. here Let's with you. It. In the band, since you know we play, you know we were trying to to do the 
you know, the, the band thing and uh, still trying. I mean, still trying. We, yeah. we, we haven't been doing a lot lately, but no, no. That's, not, it's, that's not necessarily... It's never over. Stuff. And that's the thing. I'm always trying to reach out to other people and I'm trying to, you know, get us all in a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, a good level. I might play bass for this new band that we're fucking rocking. I hate bass. No, actually, I don't hate bass. Is I actually it, love bass. Is it still going to be Odd James or is it going to be something totally different? No, I figure we'll just do something different. Mm. That was something I was just like, if we're going to start this and we try that, even if I'm singing, let's just start a different band. I don't yeah. care. Like, if I'm singing, it's fine, and, you know, uh, we'll, it will just name it something different. Um, that was, I was just like, if we needed more songs to practice because it needed to get faster in progression, and it was just standing still, and everybody was just, well, the drummer was just like, I don't know what to play. So I was like, all right, if I give you some structure, will you play it? It's like, okay, yes. And then he quit anyway, so it was like, okay, well, that was a whole well, year not we're not wasted, but just a year that I was like I didn't have to make that decision. I could have just been like, let's just do our own thing. Yeah, I mean Eddie Eddie's got his convictions, and you know I, I don't and he's a great him. drummer. He's a fantastic. Yeah, he, he's drummer. a pretty good drummer. And I was really sad to lose him, and he and he was just not into. I don't know. He just kind of didn't seem like he wanted to be into a band at the moment. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I was impressed with with his, with his ability, like just being able to say like, hey, you know. This part, do this. you know, we're gonna we're gonna take a break on the guitars and just do a fill, do a solo, and he was yeah. able to like keep it going. Yeah, he was like he was all about it. He was like, I'm gonna try this. And, he, you know, he could do it. He yeah. could do it. So, all right. So, uh, all right. So, getting back to the would you rather's. Um, all right, we'll start out like this. Eddie, uh, we love you, baby. <laughs> you love you, man. No, I I I think Eddie was was awesome. I, I was. Anyway, he was like, oh, you're you finding a drummer. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know. If I find a new drummer, it'll be fine, but I think you're great. All right, so here's my topic for the Would You Rathers. Okay, would you rather be in a band that you are not super stoked about, but you're on tour and you made a lot of money? Or would you rather be in a band that toured a shitload, um, you didn't make a whole hell of a lot of money, but it was something that you really love, the music you really love to play. Hmm. So so I'm guessing the band that I don't love is like more popular, maybe. It doesn't matter. It could be something that you personally dislike, that you're not about, that you are like, um, I, 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 I love being on the road. I love playing music live. But not this music. But I just, I don't feel the band. Even if you like the music style, but you don't like the band you're in. Could be like the so guy, really, the, the guys you're really with. that's just the difference is, do I want to play with a band that I like versus a band that I don't like? And, and that's easy. Like, I'd rather play with people that I like to play with. You sort of, but I mean, you think about it more as like, you're making the money that you want to make, though. You're, you're able to provide... Uh, a great let's let's say the band that you that you hate not hate but you're the band that you dislike is providing like almost housing level for you and Jenny to like buy a house in your location of uh, preference mm-hmm. and you're like wow this I mean this is making us money that I just I mean, can't even turn down you know what I mean or but money money isn't everything like I, and that's not what I'm saying you know that's not totally what I'm saying like mm-hmm. so and then flip versa if it's Flip you know, vice versa. Vice Flip versa. Side. Vice versa. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage. 
Prince You ever see that movie? Vice yeah. versa? Uh uh-uh. uh. Fucking missing out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking missing not, out in the eighties. I'm not in that wait, was that Oh, Fred Savage. Sorry. Fred Savage. Something totally no, no, no. Anyway. Fred Savage and uh, what's that voice for? Yeah, Fred Savage and Judd Reinhold. There's only one Fred Savage movie, and that's a Princess Bride. Princess Bride? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no. Yes, but Do no. Do He's gonna pinch my cheek again. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a kissing book? <laughs> They're kissing again. How about we just? I don't mind the kissing. Oh, you don't want to hear Someday this. you might not mind so much. Here's more. the thing. You, you don't want to hear It's more kissing. No, actually, I don't mind it so much at the end. You know, it's all about it. Um, but no, so I mean, like, yeah, so if you're, you know, you have this, like, you, you love playing guitar, so you're about the melodies, and you're about playing guitar. Mm-hmm. So... But let's just say you don't like the band you're in, but it provides like, the I don't money. Like the guys. Yeah, you don't like the guys, or you don't like the music, or, but you just like playing those leads, and you're like, uh, whatever. But you're playing in front of like thousands of people, but you got the money you pick. Or would you rather be in a band that is making not so much money? You don't know whether you're gonna get, you know, a paycheck. You know, you're kind of struggling and working another job, but you're touring a lot, but you need another job. But this band could potentially be big, but there's no guarantees. Well, I mean, there's no guarantees with that stuff. There's no guarantees in life in general. Yeah. But I'm just throwing you into the mix of if you're, you know, what would you rather? Um, I, I, that's, I mean, that's a re- serious rock and hard place question because it's like, on the one hand, I, I guess it would matter. It would depend on how much time I have to spend with the rest of the band when we're not performing. Because, like, if it was one of those things, like, we all have our own tour bus, then fuck yeah, I'd take that. Well, let's say you don't. I mean, let's just say, like, you tour with the band. You're in a good bus. You maybe each have your own bunk, like Metallica or something. No, Metallica takes a private jet everywhere, man. They've had a private jet since 1989. Uh, Yeah, but they don't have their own, like, Kirk Hammett's not flying without James. James well, yeah. isn't flying without Lars, but jet, so you don't get your own jet. But a jet is you're significantly still with, different than a bus, you know? It doesn't matter. You're still with the people, but you're still taking a bus, though, because yeah. you're still traveling. Let's just say if you did a city tour, you're not always flying by jet. Still, though, that's the difference between a few days and a few hours. Of yeah. course. But regardless, you have to be with these people day and night, Yeah. touring, bus or plane. I don't give a shit. You know, whatever, you know, but you still hate him. You dislike him. You dislike these people. You you might not be a fan. You might not be a fan of the music, but you made like fucking six figures. You're making like $200,000 a year. I guess that's the thing is, you know, it's that that question of artistic integrity versus. Mm -hmm. um, That's the question I'm basically asking you. Okay. Um, So what kind of person are you? I mean, but. I mean, well, I but mean, I guess that's the thing. If I'm if I'm in a band with people I don't like, then I'm going to assume that it's going to be some kind of hired gun situation. Like they brought yeah, me on because totally. their lead guitar player quit. You know, yeah, because they are assholes and nobody wants to be around them. And the lead guitar player finally realized that. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess that's the thing. Like, if I was a hired gun coming into that, I, I'm just rationalizing. This, mm-hmm. you know? that's, like, that's that's the whole thing. It's a, it's a, it's if, a if topic. It's, let's of, say it's a Megadeth situation. Like, yeah, I'm Chris Broderick. Yep. You know, or Marty Friedman. Or yep, or Marty Friedman, whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. whoever you um, want to do. You know, I mean, let me put it to you this way. Chris Broderick 
was in a pretty good power metal band, and then Megadeth hired him, and he immediately jumped ship. And I guess that's the thing is, you know... Do you think he was happy or not happy with it? I'm sure he was happy, like happier, at least from the paycheck perspective. And, you know, he's performing, and I mean... You think he just didn't like the music? Or I, I'm, I don't even think necessarily that he didn't like the music. I think it's just more... It's hard to argue with a good paycheck. It's 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 that classic. It's hard to cry in a Mercedes, you know. I'll cry. I hate Mercedes. <laughs> Fucking hate. Them. All right, but it, <laughs> or, or, all right. Let, it, whatever, whatever. No, no, I understand. Whatever yeah. posh car that, yeah. that you're talking. You can't about. be sad on a fucking jet ski. Yeah, exactly. And, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, like it's one thing to have artistic integrity, but at the same time, integrity doesn't always pay the bills. You know, not everybody is the Beatles. Not everybody's Brian Wilson. You know, like yeah, not everybody can be those uh, have have everything yeah. and love it all at the same time. It's true. Um, like if you have the ability to join a band that will earn you a comfortable living, that will provide you beyond security. Yep. For you and your loved ones, take it. Because at the end of the day, like you can always make your art. You're always able to make your art on the side, but if you aren't providing for people, then I don't. I, I'm not going to say what does so, it matter, but well, know. so so I'm 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 questioning. Do you think that um, providing uh, in the whole thing is like so? You don't need, like not not necessarily on this like because you're that's what, what I'm saying is you're so young into it, and I'm always young into it mm-hmm. as far as like family and girlfriends go. Like right. we're kind of just. You know, not, we're just into it. You know, we're not necessarily, we don't have a family, we don't have kids, mm-hmm. none of that shit. So you're kind of just really into it. So this looks like it happened now, and you're just, just into it. You know, does the paycheck quality come in, or the art integrity come in? Like, like which one? Well, I mean, ideally it would be both. Like, I, ideally always, but you have to pick one. So it's, always, yeah. it's a would you rather. I, again, it's, you know, it's, so. it's not a Beatles situation. Exactly, it's not. So you yeah. can't have everything, and you can't be the best at all. This is just hypothetical of like where you stand in morality. You know where you stand as a person, mm-hmm. and where it, you it, stand on art, I, and to I, be in general. I still don't. I, I'm still not going to back away from the fact that it's it's a difficult call to make. No, I, yeah, I, I don't want to say that it's not. And this is not. I'm not putting you on the spot. Like, you know, this is uh, for sure a, a very difficult decision, and even for me. And I have so much artistic integrity that, mm-hmm. you know, you ever see that commercial with that dude? He's sitting in a tub and he has like these black tattoos, like tribal tattoos. Yeah, something. He's like sleeves. He's like he's like a ginger. <laughs> yeah, it's this weird weird commercial. I forget what the fucking commercial is about. But he's like sitting in this tub, and he's like talking about his art, and he's like, but I don't care what pays the bills. And he's like bathing like washing himself and he says like all these weird tattoos and shit and he's like but his art's like really shit yeah and it's not that you think it's really shit it just I mean it, it could be anybody's opinion but it's just like it's like him screaming and, and like it's like this quick commercial of like him screaming in this band and then it like goes to like he's like I just care where my art is and I don't care about money and his like power's going out <laughs> It's like it might be like electricity commercial. It's like, do you value power or something? Some stupid shit. Yeah. It, it is I, mean, ca- it, it, I guess that's the thing is, you it, know, how important is it for you to keep your lights on and your stomach full? Right. Are you willing to give up everything that you 
give shits about or to be like, okay, I'm going to put on this coat now. Okay, I'm going to put on this tie now. Okay, I'm going to work now. Okay, everything I've loved and I worshipped is gone now. Okay. It's not, but it's not gone. And I think I think that's... But you've given up. Not given up, but you've... You've, you've given up time that you can devote to that passion. Yes, but basically the passion there is right because that's everything. It's the craft. The craft is, that's what it is. It's a lifestyle. It's a choice. <clears throat> and, and, and and here's the thing, too, is that this isn't just true for musicians. This is true for painters. Totally. It's true for entrepreneurs. Like, yes. If you're trying to... If you're, yeah, I agree. Because there's a lot of entrepreneurs who who are working other jobs um, to pay for their other business that will hopefully make them more money. Yes. Yeah. That's a whole big thing. Yeah. That's that's like, yeah, I think that's probably, I would say maybe 90% to 80%, but somewhere between there of everybody's dreams of them working a nine to five job to following their dreams. They don't get like a percentage, you know, they're like, I'm working on my craft and I have something that's like good, but like this is what I have right now that's like gonna make me good. But you know, you like, you like eventually, like you kind of like reach this age where you're just like, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's gonna pay off or not. It's just not going to. Well, I mean, but that's life. Like we never, exactly. We, we don't know if any, like Steve fucking Jobs didn't know if Apple was gonna pay off. No. So. It's true. I mean, that's the thing. And then and he got fired from his own job, right? And then he did. And then they realized, oh, shit. Like, he was basically the... The, the, the genius of this motherfucker, yeah. So, I, I guess that's the thing is, you know, <clears throat> it's one thing to have artistic integrity, but if that art, artistic integrity isn't netting you anything. Because even, even a touring band, even a new... Even a, even a newer band... If they're touring, if they're getting gigs, then they're still making some money. Now, granted, the money isn't as good as if they had like a big record deal. But if places are willing to hire them, hiring means getting paid. Yeah, and you got potential still, right? So you got still got a market to live. Like you have. So I get the I guess, future is still out there. So it's I just not a guarantee. That's, that's the nuts and bolts of the question here: is would I rather be in the band in its early stages or its late stages? Yes, and making money, you know, or because I mean, uh, there's so, so much, so much shit to deal with too. I mean, you have a girlfriend, you don't have a girlfriend, you have a, a wife, you don't have a wife, you have kids, you don't have a kids. Like it's like you it live goes, with your parents. Yeah, you, you live with your parents. Right? Like if you live, with, I mean, there's obviously many reasons that are easier to go on than than the other ones, right? Because you don't. If you're not living with your parents, you know, okay, so life is harder. You, you have to provide for yourself. Right. If you are living with your parents, you're like, well, fuck it. They're life paying my easier. yeah. They're paying my way. I can do this and I can do that and but be on this, tour with the these same guys. Time, you may or may not be getting you know a pain in the ass because of that. Like you get home at you know four in the morning because you were gigging until two, and then you had to break down and then you know do the meet and greets and all. Or not even meet and greets. You just had to. You but had to whatever. You know, and but yeah, you're not going to get home at a reasonable time. And that's not only a hit on, I mean, that's that's a hit on two fronts because one, you still at the end of the day, no matter how hard you rock that crowd, you are <laughs> still living at home. 
You're then, still living at home. Yeah, you're still living at home. And then two is, you know, dealing with that pain in the ass of, like, you know, let's say, like, your mom's climbing down your throat. And you're, like, an adult. And you're still living at home. And it's just, like, fuck, you know? Like, I, I, I guess that's, that's an argument for being the already successful band. Even if you don't like the other guys, like, you don't have to answer to anybody. Except for the record label. Yeah. And you're just going to keep playing. Yeah. And if you... I mean, the, 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 the argument for that, then, is Duff McKagan. Yes. Because, you know... Do you see Duff's uh, special on Netflix? I did not. It's great. Um, but even so, uh, I'll, I'll have to check it out. But the, the, good. the point is, you know, Duff McKagan isn't just Guns N' Roses. Like, he has, like, 50 other side projects. And he just does what he does because he wants to. Like, he's loaded. He's, he's fucking loaded because of GNR. And, yes. And... He still does what he wants to do, even though him and Slash so, aren't exactly BFF. Well, so I mean, I'll take the the um, the Duff McKagans to the uh, to the Joey Capes. I don't and, know who Joey Cape is. Okay, so yeah, exactly. So you don't know who Joey Cape is. So Joey Cape is. Do you know who Lagwagon is? Hmm. Okay, so Joey <laughs> Joey Cape is the lead singer. I feel singer. like I failed the test here. The test is you did fail and fuck <laughs> off. But no. Uh, so, um, so no, Joey Cape is the lead singer of Lagwagon. But he also has, he was also the lead singer and guitar player of Bad Astronaut. Okay. And he also has a solo career. He was also in four, three to four other bands that he was doing. But the fact that you, yourself, have never heard of Joey Cape, but we both heard of Duff. McKagan. So he's Guns N' Roses, but he has a, a lot of other side projects that blah, blah, blah. He had Velvet Revolver, some other shit that he did. Well, I mean, he I mean, he is in a bunch of, like, smaller bands. Of course. No, that's what I'm saying. But those are obviously passion projects for him. Those are passion projects. You don't, you don't really, you know, we know who he was. But when I mention Joey Cape, you don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially be the Joey Cape or you could be the Duff McKagan. You're not known, but you're known. But I know who he is, and I know who both of those are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Different different kind of projects and different stuff. One is into punk rock, and, and Lagwagon's been around since 89. Yeah, but so stuff the cake. He's been around longer. He's been around longer, but he's still into punk rock. Yes, but... I mean, he was in GNR, but that doesn't mean anything. No, I mean, it a lot, does. A lot, of the, a lot of the music he makes himself is punk. It does, yeah, and that's what. And Duff started out in Seattle, and that's where he's from. He's that was his first. His love is punk rock. Right. But what I'm saying is that Joey is not as popular as Duff McKagan, and those are like completely different, you know, roads of life that you've gone down. They're victims of circumstance. Yeah, and and so, but you know, and and it's like. I could probably name somebody else. I don't know at the moment, but I'm, that was like a, a, an example that you wouldn't know, mm. that I would know. And he's still living his life. People, he's, he's doing what he's doing what him. he loves, and he's keeping going. But he's not a millionaire, is what I'm saying. And but, Duff has more money from Guns N' Roses, and has kind of like this status of answering. He had to answer to people um, in a bigger status. Of whatnot, 
regardless of drugs and you know alcohol and all that I mean, stuff. I, I so mean, Joey has never had to answer really to anybody about any artistic thing. He just did his thing, made a pretty good medium level middle class wage, mm-hmm. and he lives in San Francisco. And I mean, if he's living in San Francisco, that's doing pretty fucking well. That's where they're from. Well, he's from Santa Barbara, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's where. But I'm 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 thinking of this sort of almost in the flip side of this, like mm-hmm. you know, let's say you you don't have enough money to, you know, to even afford to rent a space. Like you're relying on the charity of others, you know. You yes, okay. You're you're poor. You are flat out poor. Like so you can't you can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. You have you your music equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get I and the close like. Even if you're able to pay the bills, you know, like you're working in a band, but you're also working at your job just to be able to keep a roof over your head and keep food in your stomach. Like, be able, it's, I guess, so, you know, let's, I guess let's drop into the, the deeper, you know, go into the namesake of the podcast here and go. It's a few a deep. Few deep. Let's get deep. Let's talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. All right. So, and it, you know, I forgive me, listeners, for um, in, being not intimately familiar with it, but I'm familiar with the concept. Um, it's all that matters. So, so Maslow's hierarchy of needs essentially talks about, um, you know, the things you need at different tiers in your um, in your levels of success. So basic things are and what shelter. you. Are- and what your definition of success is, right? Well, Mas- what Maslow defined um, different tiers of this. Uh, so he has a, his own. Yeah, and it, and the, and the thing is, I keep mean, you know Maslow is not an unintelligent dude. I mean, no, yeah, he has totally. A, he he has a, a concept named that's a, an intellectual concept named after him. So 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 again, he must my, be somebody. My, yeah, yeah. My, my ignorance is showing in, in this, but okay. Anyway, um, so you know the bottom tier of this is the very fundamentals. Food, shelter, a place to sleep, like, mm-hmm. you know, very, very basic things. Um, and then it starts to get to a little bit more. It's like friendship, you know, companionship, sex, um, you know, better food, healthy food, exercise. Um, then that starts to get to, you know, higher and higher things, um, mm-hmm. you know, where, where it starts to get to, you know, artistic, artistic, or, sorry, not autistic expression. Artistic. <laughs> no, I'm the autistic yeah. expression. Oh, all right. All right. Um, so, anyway, so um, and it starts to get to um, you know auti- or artistic expression and you know emotional connection, like deep mm-hmm. emotional connections, yeah. um, till finally reaches full self actualization, where it's like everything I could possibly want, I have, and I am at peace. Right. Um, and I, and from that standpoint, I would rather have. The more successful life being later in 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 the career, just simply because then I would have a greater ability to express myself. Because one, even if I do make hundreds of million, you know, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, that doesn't necessarily mean I have to live like it. Like I can still live humbly and. Sure, you can still have those, like you said, side projects, side projects. whatnot. I can to go fuel your artistic. Inspiration. It's true, and it gives me greater ability to go out and experience the world. You know, I can go. Just because I'm wealthy doesn't necessarily mean that I have to live like it. Because I, I do believe in the corrupting power of money. 
I do. I do think it's for sure. I mean, I think this administration is a perfect example of that. But uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you if you choose to remain humble and you use your money in a way that will expand your quality of life, then you know, I I could deal with you know occasionally dealing with people I don't like. And I think that's what life's about, right? Because you know we're all. And I'm using this term loosely because I'm reading that book too, mm-hmm. which is the the assholes book, <laughs> which is, you know, you have to deal with assholes every day of your life, That's true. regardless of their uh, 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 hierarchy of life. I'm, right? I'm actually gonna look it up. Maslow's. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. So I I think that you can you can have money and not being asshole. Mm-hmm. And still go on your, you know, and follow your dreams. Well, it, it's and not following your dreams, but also living a life that keeps you connected with humanity, so that well, it's true when you do create art, because ultimately art is something. It to me anyway, art is something that speaks to the emotional core of the audience. It's not. It's not well, even to about me, the artist. Itself. To me, it's usually always about the artist. It, to me, it's a, it's almost like a therapy. Hmm. To me, it's a ground level therapy session of the artist expressing themselves to full effect so they're not they're not um, dissatisfied with themselves as in how people can be every day of uh, anxiety and things that they need to get out of their system whether it be uh, music art, sex uh, you know whatever uh, you know, and and I agree that those things can be fulfilling. I guess I guess my my question to you then is, what is the point of a band um, that gigs? Because if artist if artistry is for artistic artistic fulfillment, then I'm struggling with the word artistic okay. today. I know this is loud. Um, <laughs> We've been drinking beers. Go if you're deep. Oh, seriously. Um, so, what is the point of an artistic endeavor that um, capitalizes on itself. So, then like, to to elaborate, I mean in the sense that, like, if you are solely interested in art for art's sake, why tour? Why are you why, making money? Why are, why are you, doing why are you this? trying to make money? Like, make money okay. only for yourself to enjoy. But that's that you just explained it right there. How so? Make money for yourself to enjoy. Because no, you no, stand, no, no, that's, that's, so but no, well, well, so you stand for something, right? Mm. And you only stand for one thing, or musically, or, or whatever you want. To, if you stand for something musically, right, and you're in there, or art, if you, stand, if you stand for something artistically, and you stand for that specific thing, that's what you're doing to make money. I mean, that's exactly what we're doing. I mean, that's, that's because you need money and I'm a firm believer of not needing money because I've done a lot of things without money and mm-hmm. without a lot of money. And, I, and this is why I, this is why I question things about people that think about money in a certain sense. Like mm-hmm. I have money, you know, I've done things with money, but I don't need a lot of money. I don't need things. Right. And I, and I agree. Like they're, 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 so the average person does possess great capability to, go out and do a lot of soul-filling things without a lot of money. 
Exactly. It's it's possible. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, I've done it. My, and that's what I think. I've done it before, mm-hmm. and like I said, I was. I mean, I, I've been in. I was in a band. I've been in a couple bands, but I was in an acoustic band with two guys that toured the United States. We did forty shows in thirty-five days, playing two shows a night sometimes. That's 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 A C D C level. On five hundred dollars. Total. Total. Jesus. Done. Five hundred dollars. That's it. That's all we had. We're like, how are we gonna do this? I don't know. We'll figure it out. That sounds fucking brutal. We'll get some we'll get some tips and maybe we'll get some cash for gas money from other venues and whatever. But we're starting with five hundred dollars. And we ended up with like I don't know, a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars left over maybe at the end. Wow. You know? It was one of those like very, very meaningful tours or meaningful qualities or times in my life that I didn't need money. I just was like, I was on the open road. I didn't give a shit. I didn't have nothing to go on. I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. Well, you were put in a position that forced you to evaluate what was important for the time to come. I guess, yeah. And I was, it, was a, it was a point where it was like, I'm not in a popular band. But at the same time, it doesn't matter because I'm not in an unpopular band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, okay, I can... But then... Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. Right. This motherfucker's popcorn. popcorn crunching. It's okay. So, I guess the question is, calling back earlier, what point then does popularity have in relation to a person making art? Well, that's the thing. Because, it did, it, because well, the art came first. Okay. Right? So the art came first, and then it was like... So so that's the thing. It's like, I created something. What's the next step, right? So we go from, we've made a song. But but that's the question I'm, not, is, I'm, I'm putting to you. Is yeah. What is the point of a next step? Why does the, there have to be a next step? Why why is it important to capital... Or to... They're, they're, to... to, to um, why, why is it important to... Um, to market. So that's the thing. Created. So the thing is, you know why? Because I can. I mean, you can, but but, why, here, but, be, but, it, but, but I guess I guess that's that's the point I'm trying to hammer home is that what why is it important to market something that you've created if you're creating art for art's sake? Right. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is like bec- I I am because I can, and the art itself is like because I can have my own art. I don't. I wasn't answering to anybody. I wasn't on a record label. I wasn't doing anything. I was doing everything DIY, and I was doing it for myself. Why did I do the next step? Because I wanted to see what the world was like. Why did I do the next step? Because I wanted to see what that was like. I'd never been out of this state. I wanted to see what that state was like. So I booked a show in that state. I'd never been there before because I want to go there. So I have a a wanderlust for life and for travel and also for things that are unknown because I can keep doing these things for personal reasons mm-hmm. because that keeps us thriving because if you stay in a certain place too long it just becomes all numb and it doesn't matter anymore and, and you're in I, I don't disagree no no i understand i guess I that's guess, why it's the topic you know i guess just the 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 point i'm trying to make is that i think i i do think that the concept of making art for art's sake and then marketing said are, are slightly at odds with each other. 
Well, you can market yourself if you want to, but you don't have to. And that's the thing. It's like, but, it, but at some point, that the art that you're creating is created as a product to sell to other people, which which does which does degrade the artistic integrity of it. If as soon as you begin, it's to sell, very true. It's very true. If you want to be like the very like, I want to draw a picture or paint a picture and never say I keep, anything I keep it for about myself. it. Yeah. And because because ultimately art for art's sake should be that it should be, you know, I've created this thing that I have expressed, and this reminds me of that expression, and it it is deeply personal to me. And if I sell that, it's almost like selling a part of myself. And that's what everybody's doing, right? With art, you're selling yourself, you're selling your soul, you're selling things that matter to you the most, mm -hmm. and that you think are valuable that other people only value as opinion as to you heard a song on the radio or you heard a song and like I'm like here check this band out check the song out and you're like okay it's a song okay uh, I've heard a million songs it's, who cares it's I, I guess I, you know? I, I sympathize with the artists who have been around for decades where it's like you know they've been playing the same songs for decades and that the song almost has lost meaning to them you know like which or is in most, ca most cases, you know, or the song has lost meaning or the fact that they're still. So I and I think the same thing about those bands that really like the Rolling Stones or something. Right. They're up there for God knows how long, 50 mm -hmm. years or something. Right. And they're still hammering out those like old ass like, I mean, you know, they wrote those songs 50 years ago. Yeah. Do you still feel the same way? But it's a, still a fucking amazing song or even better. The Who. Because the Who wrote some emotionally intense, polarizing shit. I mean, just little things like you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, and meanwhile they have become the old boss. Like, exactly. You know. And so, and it's like, so now, what? What do you think? Like, what? What do you? I, I don't. Th I don't think that they that they feel it the same way that they do. I think that now it's changed, right? It's completely different. When's the last but the Rolling Stones are still playing. I don't know if the Who is really. They, they play occasionally. So, but they're not the Rolling Stones. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked. At, I know that they they don't both tour year after year like they used to. Yeah, of course. I mean, the fucking, they're in their 70s now. Yeah. But, but you know, what I'm saying is like, you know, the, I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 the distinction between the two bands is like the Rolling Stones. I mean, the same as era, though. You know, each does actually it doesn't matter because the bands are still old. Mm -hmm. playing the same old songs and they still want to hear those old songs you know you know like well, paint I mean, it like people want to hear paint it black every day if you're going to see a rolling stones concert i'm here for see rolling stones I'm, i want to paint it black if you don't play paint it black i'm fucking walking out of here <laughs> you know what i mean like that's and that's the sense like when you see a band right everybody has their same band they want to see they're like i'm seeing ozzy if he doesn't, he doesn't play, play Crazy Train. Yeah, if he doesn't play Crazy Train. Which, to be fair, if, if an Aussie show doesn't play Crazy Train, it's like, did, but, he, did he forget? But that's the same <laughs> But the same thing. He's like, he's on the same wave as an artist, right? Because yeah. they don't want to, they, they got to keep uh, relating on a feeling that they don't feel anymore. You know, actually, I got to counter that. Because there are artists that have been around for, you know, that period of time who are still able to, Maintain that emotional connection to the material that they wrote. Um, Roger Waters, Roger not Waters, even Pink Floyd. No, for sure. Pink Floyd, the, the Pink Floyd went went limp as soon as Roger Waters got kicked out. 
Yeah, that was yeah. That's... I mean, they. I, I I will maintain that they did release some good material, but for the most part, it Pink Floyd stopped being Pink Floyd when Roger Waters left, or when he got kicked out. Um, yeah. So, but the Roger Waters tours that have happened in the past, I don't know when we start, like last decade. Yeah. Like he's been able to maintain that emotional connection with stuff that he wrote forty years ago. But does he though? I mean, yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, just just. Because well, that's my question. Does he like actually go out there and give it his all? Yeah. And it's the same exact thing that you would expect. Absolutely. I mean that that's that's absolutely what he does. Like, okay. he, and he's he's turned into something even more, because now that he has the money, he can make a bigger production. He can make it into a bigger thing. He can reach that um, that Maslow's. Uh, you know, self-actualization of it, if, if not himself, at least his material, that it can fully achieve that emotional impact that he was striving for. The, I mean, what you know, I, what every, I, everything I've heard about a Roger Waters show, it's like, oh, it's fucking awesome. It's amazing. Like, which is know, good. Who cares if David Gilmore is playing guitar there? Like, it, he's able to better execute his artistic message. I guess it's, it's the same. Um, I'm thinking... Of, I'm thinking of something like of of. If it's art integrity as well, compared to what he thinks art is, or what we think art is, because we keep listening to the same people, you know, because we're waiting for that artist to put out another record, mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's other artists that we just don't see or hear that we're just kind of like oh you ever hear this before no so it's kind of like i don't know and, like, and that's an interesting notion because and we're 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 we've already run over here but that's okay we, we yeah we're we're fucking well into drinking yeah, I, this is like the hours of the night where you're like, oh, we should probably go home, and we're like, oh, hey, we're still Fuck drinking. It. I still have shit. We're still to drinking say. and we're talking. Yeah, um, that's why podcasts are fucking fun. There you go. <laughs> um, so, I guess I guess that's another interesting notion about um, art and popularity and how they coincide. Because especially the age, right? So, like, if their age, if they're like Roger Waters. Mm-hmm. Like that's already he's still been... making art, but if you want to make art for yourself, just make it art. Don't you don't have to release it. It's true. Uh, I mean, I, I've I, I, there's a lot of artists who do that, like Bowie and Daft Punk. They do it. Yeah, there's a huge jump to go from Bowie to Daft Punk. But it's not actually. I mean, it's still very similar genre into those times. You know, mm-hmm. Bowie has paved the way for Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. It's true. In a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and you know I've heard stories of, you know, people who have been granted like interviews with Daft Punk who saw that they had like, you know, terabytes upon terabytes of unreleased material, like they have at least you know they have you know at least a dozen albums worth of material that they just haven't released yet. Yeah. Um. So and, and I admire that. I admire that they are choosy about what they release because, on the one hand they can make the art that's for themselves and they other, on the other hand they have the capability and um, the avenues um, 
to be able to do to release stuff that everyone will like, and and that's kind of coming back to my point, which is, um, you know what, it, like, what's the difference between a popular artist and an and an unpopular artist, and that's how many people like the music. Yes, that's that, and that's but. It's not even like, not even how many people like the music. It's how many people are exposed to the music, right? Well, because exposure doesn't necessarily mean acceptance. No, but it does as a, as a point of like exposure of like you got the Ozzy Osbournes, the the old school artists compared to the Joey Cape reference that I made. Mm-hmm. It's the exposure record label produced whoosh, thrown out into the mix. Like mm-hmm. you're thrown out into the world. This is how I got here. I put my fucking shit on this site. I'm on YouTube. I'm on blah, blah, blah. I'm on this and blah. Okay, so how many people heard of have heard it? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's about the exposure. I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, let's just say that everybody could hear the song, right? Everybody in the world can hear the song. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the world can hear that song. Which one are they choosing? And, and that Not everybody has given. So what I'm saying is like the same as racism, right? Or, or or sexism. Not everybody is given the same equality. It's true. And that's the thing. It's like about you know life in general. It's like it's just nobody is dealt the same hand. Nobody is given the same equal opportunities. Some people have to struggle more to get to the you know to. So that's that's the thing about it. It's like the discovery is everything. It's like. You know, you're 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 into this. You're not into this. It's like you've been exposed to this. It's you know, I grew up on this. Nobody's ever heard that band. Oh, it's crazy because I love that band. You know, it's it's a weird kind but, of. But I guess that's the point I'm trying to make is that is that I guess it, let's let's take an extreme example. So what what was the guy's name? Joey. Oh, Joey Cape. Joey Cape. Just an, so, ex- an example. Let's let's talk about let's talk about extremes here. Let's talk about. Um, the difference between Beyonce and Joey Cape. Oh yeah, okay. Now mil- billions. Let's let's be it's real. Billions, billions, it's billions, yeah. Billions, billions of people like Beyonce. Hell, I'm yeah. sure there's a couple Beyonce songs that if you play them, no. like, oh, I know that song. I like. You that know, song. you know how I know Beyonce's uh, popular mm-hmm. is I know she's pregnant with twins right now. <laughs> See, and that's and that's the point. And that's how I know Beyonce is popular. Because uh, you don't even follow pop pop culture. No, my girlfriend does. So she tells me. Hey, did you hear Beyonce's pregnant? No, I didn't hear that. You know how I heard that? From you, motherfucker. <laughs> From her. Do I care? No, I still don't care. Yeah, no, and I don't I don't care either. Like, I would say, hey, Joey Cape's girlfriend's pregnant. She'd be like, Who? Wonderful. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. Did you not know he's having a child? Like, it's gonna be fucking brilliant. And, that, and she wouldn't give two shits. And that's and that's the point I'm trying to make. Is, yeah, is perfect that example. Success and popularity go hand in hand. Yes. When it comes to art. Art, but neither neither. Actually, no, that's not necessarily true. But neither, neither one is better nor the other too, because it's all in preference too. What's popular now? What's popular then? Or what's in the middle? Right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because money still exchanged hands. Exactly. That's the thing about it, and it all comes back to fucking money. It's and true. it doesn't have to be money. It has to do with art integrity. But th- and that's the point I'm trying to because make. I still feel even Beyonce is playing songs that she could do without. She's that she could do without. Yeah, I don't think she's writing her own music. I don't think she's playing what she wants but to play. When Apple is willing to give her a twenty thousand dollar watch for free, 
See, that's what you're. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like it's, but that's it's, what I'm it's, saying. It's material comforts. I acknowledge that it's material okay. But once you become Beyonce, once you just go, I'm stopping. Right, I'm done. I'm Beyonce. I'll fucking play what I want to play. Guess what? I'm gonna sing, bounce, motherfucker, bounce, motherfucker, bounce, mm, tsh, mm, all day, <laughs> every fucking day. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking Beyonce. Like every fucking thing she can do doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be exploited like that. She's made millions of dollars, right? She has the money. Why keep it coming? And I, I guess that's the thing too. Why is keep that it coming? On top of that, the more the more money that she makes, the more pressure she is from other people. Not only is she under pressure from the people who who run her life, because let's be real. Right. So nobody's Beyonce does not create her own material. Yeah. Like that's she, what I'm saying. She, she is she is a um, a focus group pop star. Like she is, she is like. And that's, and well, she was in what? Was she in? That's, that's all pop uh, What was the band? Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. But so she got pop popular stars. because of that. She, that's all pop stars, though. Like they are, they are the product of focus groups. But I mean, everybody has a pop thing in them, you know? Really, they have like a pop. It's a pop culture. Right. It's but, pop culture, pop music. It's. But but it, regard regardless, like she she doesn't create her own create her own material. It, like, she, she, I don't she think is, she does. She yeah, I don't. I don't think she does at all. She's not an artist. She is a performer. But she started it, out as an artist and tried to be. Uh, I'm guessing. Ish. You know I mean, what I mean? Like, child was, was, but people. But the, and that's the thing is, like, people people perceive her as an artist. She's not an artist. I know she's not. <laughs> no I know that she's not. But that's the thing. People fucking perceive her as an artist, and the guy Joey Cape I'm talking about is a mm. fucking artist. And he actually, writes his own songs. He fucking does his own material. He does everything. He does the videos. He does every single thing he can to be an artist and put his own art and not make any money and not care and just go, here it is. Right. I'm going to throw it out there. See and what happens. He, you know, I'm that, fishing. And you know what? Just to, just to, just to clarify, I'm not judging Joey Cape for No, no, no. Years. I understand. That's, that's you know totally what? cool. If he gets satisfaction on that and he makes enough to live... No, 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 cool. and I'm, I'm, to- I, I agree. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, the reference, and that's because we were talking about the biggest gap between Beyonce and Joey Cape, and Beyonce. Yeah, that's a big fucking gap. And it's a big fucking gap. It's billions, billions. It has to be billions now. Mm-hmm. Million, maybe late millions. I don't give a shit. Whatever like the fuck dollars it is. Dollars or people. Both. <laughs> billions and billions know. in money. Millions in people. No, I'd, I'd say it's the other way around. It's probably millions of people or billions of people because there's. Seven billion people on this planet. Yes, but it's probably it's still probably millions of dollars of money, which is still, still not even consequential money. No, money. no, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, fuck, I just forgot my point. <laughs> I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with it. Um, fuck, fuck, I hate when that happens. It's all right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, so he's doing his own thing. Beyonce is not so much, but she's still well-known and still attractive and still um, sort of keeping her own persona, whether if you know that I know or that they know that that's exactly what her persona is. I mean, at the end of the day, the only person who knows is her. Exactly. So and that's the that's thing. that's debatable because there's still a lot of people who don't know themselves. No, because she's still in her own fucking head, right? Because she's still probably like going from... He told me to do this, and they told me to do that, and blah blah blah. And Joey Cape's going, "I just wrote this song, bro, and uh, it goes like this." 
And he just plays it, right? Right. She's not doing that. And that's the difference between us all. And it is between us all. Because I'm on Joey Cape's side. I want to fucking ride that level. I want to I want to be that level. I guess level. that's the thing is that I'm not necessarily not on Joey Cape's side. But I'm also not on Beyonce's side either. I'm just kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, well, I mean, that's I mean that's kind of like, you know, the the divide of like, you know, we're all on this like path. But you know, we all have a struggle between the artistic self and the aspect of actually making money. The, the right. self-preservation. Yeah. The, se- the sense of self-preservation. Yeah. Um, or and, at the and, very self-maintenance. Yeah, and, and our ability, to, and our ability to, be, to be successful in what we think that life is, is successful as. What we think we should be successful as. Should we be engineers, entrepreneurs, you know, uh, writers and directors and you know all these things artists or whatever it's like true. i mean everybody has this own struggle of what we should be or what you should be or what you think you should be it's like well i think there's also do you, there's, there's there's another way to look at it too because it's not necessarily of just what can fulfill me versus what will make me money it's because it, i think there is a middle ground between those there um, is and it and it's what can benefit humanity because if you think but I don't think everybody thinks like that. No, not a lot of people do think like that. And, but you know, I'm gonna, you know, because my, I think like every my, you my know, Apple fanboydom is gonna is gonna come through here. It's fun, because um, you know, let's let's go back to Steve Jobs for a second, because he um, he recognized that there was a need, there was a need that could benefit humanity. And granted, he did this multiple times, uh, which is unbelievable. But the but the point of the matter is the, the fact of the matter is before Apple he was a college dropout like he was he walked around without shoes most of the time he drove a shitty car he smoked a lot of weed and did a lot of acid he was he was a bum he was a fucking bum um, and he just happened to have a friend who was crazy smart who he could manipulate into creating this product that he recognized there was a need for because Wozniak didn't want to um, didn't want to market his computer he was just like here he did exactly what we were talking about he created art for art's sake he created the computer computer for computer just for just for the sake of like hey I created this awesome thing isn't it cool check this out and then Steve was like yeah that is awesome I'm gonna market it yeah and that and that's and that was that was Steve's strength was marketing was spin and that's um, the thing about some people; their their marketing strategy is fucking. But, but also recognition of genius, of yes. being able to recognize because because at the same time that's what label promoters do. They go out and look for bands who are on it, who are doing like the the, the next hot thing. It's true, and I think that's like the what you're saying too, and it's kind of <laughs> stellar in that sense of like somebody who is like like laid back and is like, oh, look what I created, bro. You're like, oh, that's super sick, dude. You ever think about like doing this? And you're like, no, man, or even I'm not, not gonna do that. Necessarily, like, did you ever think about it? It's like, that is really cool. Do you want to? Why do don't that? we do something with this? You know. Or yeah, or that. Yeah. So and I, like, I think I think there is a middle ground between extreme success at the sacrifice of artistic integrity and art and art for art's sake. There and is a balance for sure. There, there is a, there is a balance where you can create something great that is fulfilling, but at the same time is something so good 
everybody wants it. Agreed. You know, I mean... I, I think that's a good note. I think that's uh That's a good place to stop. Yeah, I think it's a good... I think it's a good... Uh, you know, to make art and to be where, you know, if you create it regardless of whatever it is, um, that people who want it will want it and it'll be it's it's not necessarily that people who want it will want it but also recognizing that you're creating your art but you're also looking at it from an outside a perspective outside of yourself and saying okay yeah what will people like what will what will what will joe like you know but it's like i mean it's like i don't i want i wouldn't want people to think that though that's the thing. It's like, because well, uh, nobody, that's, and that's the trick. Because the, because everybody's going, uh, what do I like? You know, I'm not thinking about what you will like or what um, this other person will like. I'm thinking about what I will like, and then those guys go, I like what he likes. That's cool. The other guy goes, Hey, I like what he likes. That's pretty cool too. And everybody jumps on the bandwagon. Nobody creates anything going. I'm going to create something that people like that I like because they don't know. That's the thing. It's they just Absolutely. What are you talking about? People, they, that was Apple's thing. What, did they, did they knew that what people they, liked? They, no, it's no. not that they knew what people liked. It's that they, they created something that people didn't know they liked that they will like. But like, I don't like that. That was the whole point of the iPhone is they created it. it, 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 it I know it's, it, some people might think this is a bit of a jump going from music to tech it's fine no it's not a big jump but I, I, I think I think they are comparable it, so it's like one of those things where it's like you look at the pre-iPhone world for example we have iPods and we have cell phones and we have laptops like they're three at that point nobody thought of them as being relevant like nobody could think it was like well I could have my iPod and my phone together but wait, I can also have my iPod and my phone. That's also my laptop. Like, nobody thought like that. They thought they were totally three dissimilar things. And then Steve Jobs was like, bam, motherfucker, I just gave you all three in one. Yeah, but I feel like that's like, just like, that's an easy thought. It, it, it's easy to say that now. Because throw me into a think tank, right? Throw me, throw you and I into a think tank of any magnitude or anybody else of a magnitude, throw us into a think tank, right? Throw people into something that they're given a choice or a chance mm. to make a decision about something, right? And it's going to happen, regardless of what it is. But, so if your but friend... Google and Microsoft have think tanks. Yeah, like, but that's, and, everybody has a think tank. But the same thing. Google's still big. Uh, Microsoft's still big. Uh, Apple's still big. Like, those people are very relevant. They're fucking huge. But, but the point I'm trying to make is that the, the true balance between, between those two concepts that we've been discussing is being able to sell something that people didn't know they needed. Yeah, but I don't think that everybody thought they needed it. Like, you don't think you needed a computer, right? So all of a sudden, everybody needs a computer. All of a sudden, okay, everybody needs an Apple. Everybody needs a Macintosh or, or, or not sorry. Uh, uh, fucking Windows. Everybody right. needs HTP. Like everybody needs these other computers. Like, <laughs> like there's like, you know, everybody is gone from one thing to the another that they think they need it in general. But because that, that's, that's not the point. No, that is the point though. Because that's, it's it, it, and 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 it, 
it, it being able to recognize what people will want before they want it. But that's see, that's what I don't think art is. Isn't it though? No, I think that's because business. Because if you, if it, it is business, but it is also art. There is an art to recognizing what people will want before they want it. But that's just capitalizing on making money. No, no, because capitalizing on capitalizing on making money is capital, capitalizing on something that people already want. Like, let's say I made you a sandwich. And yeah, you like the sandwich so much that you told your friend about it. And then yeah. your friend came and tried the sandwich. And so on and so forth. That's capitalizing on something that already exists. But I think that already existed in Steve Jobs' world with Apple. That are the computers and all every. So you, you take a certain thing, right? You take computers mm. and you make it a product. Then you start capitalizing on the future of your imagination can take you anywhere. I mean, there's movies in the 80s and the 70s and 80s and whatever. You like throw out these ideas that you're just like, fuck, dude. That's what we could do, bro. Those movies and ideas are already capitalized in those movies. And those motherfuckers like Steve Jobs and whatever take those fucking things and go, how can we do it? Can we do it? And they throw it into, they're like, yes, let me just show you. Okay, I, so I we agree, take this I big agree, computer and we throw it to a little that, computer. I agree with that in a, in a certain degree. Like, that's how the Oculus Rift got started. It's like, it know, has to, right? Where else is it going to come from? But I'm, I'm saying, like, the really heavy-duty world-changing stuff comes from people anticipating people's needs before they need them. Yes, but I don't think exactly that they actually do need them, though, either. It's just another marketing scheme. Could you get by a day without your smartphone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever lived without a smartphone? Yeah. I mean, I was born in 85, so I, okay. I grew up most of my life without a smartphone. But... How, when did you get your first phone? My first smartphone. No, I not got, smart. Just in general, your phone. Your first phone. My first cell phone. Yeah. High school, like early high school. What year? Um, I'd say ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere in there. Okay. The uh, and and that's actually a good a good place to make my point is nowadays the ability to contact somebody on a whim it, it like would be severely hampered if I didn't have my phone with me because I the the only numbers I remember now are the numbers I remember from back then which is my mom's cell phone number and my cell phone number mm. like I don't remember any I don't even I, and that's the funny part I remember my I totally agree number, with that I don't remember my dad's cell phone number I agree with that I agree with that whole statement so, it, it, and that, and that's the point I'm trying to make is that I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. As we go along, we do become more dependent on technology, and 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 that's but we don't. But that's not the thing. But like that wasn't the reason we had to. We don't have to. No, we don't. People have are to. people are 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 people are creating things. They're manufacturing a need. Yeah, and that's the that exactly. You just create it. So you, you're making things that I don't need, but you think I need. I don't need a. I've never needed a phone. But has, but has owning a smartphone made your life worse? Yes and no. It, so it, or, let, let me put this to you in a more basic way. Sure. If you owned a home, could you live without a refrigerator? 
No, but that's not the case. That's a different. That's a whole different scenario. No, it's not. Yeah, it's true. If you think back a hundred years ago, hundred and fifty years ago, no, 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 totally lived without refrigerators. No, but so that's a different communication line. Communication, I I can live without a a smartphone. You know why? Because I have mail. I have actually a regular telephone. If I had a regular telephone back in the eighties that somebody could like ring me on, that'd be fine. But if I was out in the world, if somebody reach you, good. That's awesome. I love the fact that people can't reach me. I love that. Do you not love that? I love that. I miss that. I miss somebody not being able to be like, sorry, I wasn't able to receive your call today. You can try back to me at 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF, and I'll, I'll, I'll return your call at a reasonable time. I love fucking that, just in general, that nobody could reach me. But I can get back and check my message and be like, and they know that. They know that. It's... So now you have a cell phone, right? That people are like, I received the message, and I'm like, okay, I put it down. They're like, you didn't receive my message? Like, I text you. Hey, motherfucker, I text you, right? And you're like, you post on Facebook. I was just about to mention that. That's exactly what yeah, my yeah, fucking yeah, point yeah. was. I've been texting you, and you fucking posted online, and I fucking caught you, bitch, and you're motherfucking <laughs> posting, and I fucking text me back. Wah, 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 punch dicks. That's what I'm saying. Don't punch me. I need that. <laughs> but that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Speaking though. of needs. Yeah, I know. Exactly. My need is my dick. I love But that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's the thing. It's like, I don't need it. It's an, it's, a, it's, it's an extra thing that just is like, fuck me. Because now these people expect me if I'm like, hey, what are you doing I, right now? But you have that exact same expectation. I don't actually. Really? No, I don't. Because let's rewind the clock 30 sure, seconds here. for sure. Where you were saying how you texted me, and then I posted on Facebook before responding to you. It's true. And then you got bent out of shape by that. That's true. So I, you I didn't get that exact same I, I didn't get bent out of shape. It's, I didn't. If you did get bent out of shape, you wouldn't have mentioned it. No, no, no. I just happened to come across your post uh-huh. immediately. Because I actually don't go on Facebook that much, too much anymore. And as, as soon as I went on Facebook for a second, because I had a notification... I saw your post and was like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, uh-huh. oh, hey, uh-huh. by the way, this was an hour ago. You forgot to fucking text me back. Uh, it, it, you know re- what I mean? Regardless. Regardless. For sure. Okay. Regardless. Touche. 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 Got you. Touche. Understand. So I guess I'm on that same level. One last thing before we wrap up the podcast. Sure. For sure. I think it's a good segue point. So let's talk about the watch. Yes. Oh, yeah. So because we know Well, actually, which is super cool. And I actually think that um, I liked your points on actually having the watch. Yeah. And, and it like takes you away from looking at your phone and kind of just being like checking your watch like everybody used to do. Mm-hmm. And the, back like, what time is it? And you're like, you're kind of like, oh, I have a message, blah blah blah. blah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, yeah. Like that 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 was that was an uncertainty of mine because I I wanted a watch, I wanted an Apple Watch, I wanted a smart watch. Um, not since they came out, because I thought there was limitations with the first one that came out. But when this new one came out, where it was actually like water resistant, like it can hang with your life, mm-hmm. that's what I really started to want one. But even so, I still had my reservations about it. So right now, this is like smartwatch advocation corner, and I, I think now is really the time to like start advocating for it because. Before I had a smartwatch, I would be on my phone a lot. Like I'd be. Every single time I got a notification, I pull it out to read my text and respond to it, you know. And they're, they're, you know, going back to that, I definitely don't always respond back by right away, and that's a bad behavior of mine. But what's nice about it is it does 
change the way I interact with my phone. I get a notification. Like, it, like here's the thing: is that I have almost like I have very few third-party apps on my phone on my watch that I use um, as much as the native apps. So, like the apps that Apple had programmed in there yeah. from the get-go from the factory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's nice because I could still stay up to date with everything that's going on on my phone, going on in my digital life. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't have to immediately start digging into it. Like, I can check it on a glance, and then I'm back in the real world. Like, it's it's a small screen. It gives me the immediately pertinent information that I need, and then I can just go back out of it. Because they've designed it in such a way where it's like, it's an inconvenience to use for long periods of time. But it's not so inconvenient that if I need to do something quickly, I can just do it and get it out of my way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I definitely, I definitely am an advocate for having, you know, smart wearables. You know, it, because it does allow you to get back to the real world faster, faster, yeah, and more easily. Totally. You know, and makes plus, total sense. I, I, yeah, I like it. I love it. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. I didn't even, I never thought of it as the, in that sense, you know. I didn't really think. I was like, "Fuck these things," you know. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, my nature. Yeah, on on at first glance, like yeah, it looks a little douchey, but you know, when you really start using it, it's like, okay, yeah, this actually like actually doesn't look douchey at all. It just looks like a watch. Well, uh, to, to be fair, I the one I got is um, is the stainless steel model, which is a little bit more expensive. Yeah, but I mean, um, but it looks. It but looks I mean, like a watch. I, but yeah, but I mean, I look at you. It's a wristband. It's a watch. It's legit. It's a thing. And well, the thing I, about I, uh, it is, I don't. You remember how like people would like look at a watch before, like in the '80s, like Casio or something. Like I got a watch, and be like, "Oh, that's really cool." It's yeah. like nobody looks at that anymore. So it's about how about like a cool it looks. So it's like the features is what it does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, that, and that's what you're explaining is like the features, everything. It, it like it, mm. it actually uh, it does that. You know, you don't have to like actually reach in your back pocket, pull out a phone, so it doesn't look like you're actually looking at it, something it to take away. Like it doesn't look like your attention is. Fully yes, diverted. yes, you're not taking away from the the attention of the person that you're talking to. You're like you check your watch. You're yeah. like like it looks like you're looking at your time. You're like oh, it's ten thirty. Yeah. But when you realize, like even if you start going like this for no, a second, but, but, it's like, it's yeah, what I'm saying bad. is like when people used to be like, oh, it's 10:30. Now you're looking at, oh, I want to fuck you tomorrow night. You're like, okay, fucking fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing. Sex Nobody sexy to watch is exa- an interesting experience. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like anything is a, is possible on the fucking phone. You like you look at your wrist like you're looking at your time. You're like. It's 10.53. It's like, do you know where your dick is? It should be in my ass. You're like, all right. Well, <laughs> let me just hit this button right here, and you're out. Go away, Steve. So, uh, I'm done with your uh, yeah, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> so I got to go because Tom's calling me. And, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not, that's a, so that's the thing. But we, the, Quick discussion. We are not homophobes <laughs> here on, on uh, A Few Deep. Um, no, nah, we love everybody. We don't give a fuck. We love We love everybody. We love everybody. Mm. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> I have so um, many gay friends and so many heterosexual friends. I can't even count them all because all this watch. That's, that's I have I have many black friends arguments. No, I do actually. I have actually I have a lot more gay friends than I have do black friends. And I love black people. I love them. <laughs> I dated some black people. I love them, but I have more gay friends than I do black friends, and it's a shame. Well, anyway, so yeah, yeah. I advocate for the watch. I think it's a good idea. Um, I do as well. I think it's fucking fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Like I think it's. 
I just think, uh, actual that's the actually technology that I think that we needed in to um, take us out of having your you're at dinner right and your 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 phone is on the table it's sitting there right because something's gonna go off you can no you it's can, on your wrist and you, you don't have to be stay like you're like up to date with your digital life without having it conquering your attention yeah bam done um, I like it and, and and for me so the one I have I um I have a uh, I have just a simple like nylon strap on it so it doesn't look like crazy out of place. And I like it better. I think it's great that way. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. and that's and that's actually what's great about the Apple version yeah. is that you can dress it up however you want. You can put a leather strap on here. Yeah, you can put whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um there's actually I, I'm sure there's hundreds of uh, I've I've been looking up like third party straps because I know there's a lot of like companies on Etsy that will make like handcrafted leather straps. You don't have to just go through Apple to buy your straps. Yeah. Like the fact that there's third party, you know, straps available for it just makes it like that much more open to self-expression, and no, know, totally, yeah. I know, think it's yeah. I think it's fucking fantastic. It becomes an accessory as yeah. well as you know a useful part of your life. Exactly. So, it's great. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, hey, thanks, man. I uh, I appreciate even knowing knowing to see your handshake. <laughs> I think I uh, I appreciate being on the show, and uh, I look forward to having you on some other shows and talking Absolutely. more about music and beer and fucking everyday life that's fucking awesome absolutely and yeah thanks for having me man. Or, <laughs> thanks, you know, thank thanks you for, for having thank, me thanks for having host. me I don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> that's like the talk alright everybody All right, man. Have a later good night. man everybody have a good night thank you so much Woo!